What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Lucas Fryman, and this is the Double Technical Podcast. Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Sorry about the delay in the posting of this. Uh, had to take an extra day to recoup and honestly admitting I uh, just went back to work in my full-time job for the first time in a month. So I was beat and and just tired so we're a day late but we're still going to be able to talk about everything that we need to talk about and as always we start with the local segments and honestly that's probably all we'll be talking about is the local squads today and that is brought to you by SeatGeek. go to seekgeek.com or download the seekgeek app and use code double technical for twenty dollars off your first ticket purchase great to use right now with the reds um you know why not save $20, get yourself some good tickets, go to a ball game when it's nice. It, w- it was nice a few days ago, but it's been a little crappy the past few days. Hopefully it'll warm up and then, you know, you can really have an, uh, a good day out. Use it as a date or if you just love baseball, go watch baseball. So first team that we obviously have to talk about is UK. And I'm sure everyone knows from the social media and everything that happened. Obviously, UK lost on Sunday to Auburn in overtime of a final score, 77 to 71. Now, I'm a very toxic person. Okay, uh, I'm going to admit that outright in in the forefront. But you know, taking some time to chill <laughs> and rethink and process. You know, it's helped me a little bit. Uh, I'm sure we can talk about it with Michael and Brian on the Friday show about how crazy I get over texts and things like that. But some things that, you know, we obviously got to point out is we just did not perform the way we should have. Uh, We had chances down the stretch to, to get ahead and win this game in regular time. Um, but we were forcing up some bad shots. Keldon had uh, several bad shot-taking decisions. Um, Haggins did not have a good game at all, and we needed him to. Seven turnovers, that, that just does not help us be successful. Um, there were some play-calling issues. I think John was running that, um, you know, that two-man pick with Hero and PJ too much. Um, that it was becoming predictable, and it led to a couple more turner, uh, turnovers that Auburn was able to capitalize on. Um, I think we could have made some better substitutions more often, um, but all in all, at the end of the day, basketball is, you know, it, it's it's a crazy sport, and that's why I love it, and the NCAA tournament is a bunch of one-game samples, Obviously, as we beat Auburn twice this year, once by a close margin and then once by a huge margin, and now Auburn in um, game number three were, was able to win it an extra time. It it hurt. I really thought that this team had come together and figured it out for the tournament, um, but just something with our guard play, um, and I, you know, don't feel great, you know, in bashing an 18, 19 year old kid. Um, but Keldon Johnson, Haggins, they were kind of MIA in this tournament and that really affected us 
And that was part of the reason why we were, I, I, I legitimately feared playing Auburn because we just aren't playing, we weren't playing good defensively. Hagen's defensive skills were, you know, good, but not up to his standards. His offensively, he was definitely not up to his standards with all the turnovers and missing wide open threes. Um, Keldon just got lazy on defense and was switching everything. And that's why you could see PJ even yelling at him about that. And he was taking bad shots and it, it was, it was very damaging, um, and frustrating and just something that we couldn't overcome playing against an Auburn team who had two great guards that clicked, you know, th- this team is playing with house money and they are very, very much a threat uh, in the Final Four right now, and deservedly so. I mean, they have played very well, and it'd be interesting to see if they can, you know, win it all, um, especially for... Um, I'm blanking on the gentleman's name, but one of their star players who went down in the Sweet 16... Um, you know, hopefully maybe that they can bring him a championship. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, it's a weird final four. Uh, we have Michigan state, Texas tech, Virginia, and Auburn. Um, no Duke, uh, no Kentucky. That was the only thing that made Kentucky losing to Auburn tolerable was seeing Duke go down to Michigan state and see and saying bye-bye to Zion and the crew, but it's still frustrating and just something that we're going to have to go forward with. But kind of a question that I wanted to pose before I move on to the next local squad, and Michael kind of talked about this, but when it comes to fan expectations and those who listen to the show, I'd love for comments, feedback, messages, whatever uh, your take is. And we did a poll, and it came back 50-50, of course. What is your idea uh, or idea of success and expectations with your sports teams? You know, do you come in expecting a championship or bust every year, kind of like I do with UK in all honesty, or uh, are you tamed? Do you, do you keep your expectation expectations low to always be pleasantly surprised? Or do you try to kind of taper your expectations for what you're seeing and what uh, the team is giving you uh, in the, you know, in the now it, it's just an interesting thing because, like I said, with UK, you know, I'm always championship or bust. With Bengals, I'm playoffs or bust. Um, and, and like, in to my opinion, um, you know, but then I look at FC Cincinnati, who just got to the MLS, and I'm I'm much more calmer, much more tamer about them. Uh, same with the Reds. I'm, you know, I have a lot more trust in that organization, so I'm uh, okay when we're bad because I know that they are going to continue to work to be good. It's it's very interesting, and I just want uh, we really want to know what everyone's expectations is of their sports teams, and whether they believe it's reasonable or not. Just just something to throw out there. Next, I want to briefly talk about NKU. I know we talked about them being eliminated from the tournament, but in case you live under a rock, especially if you live in this area, um, NKU is under investigation for their women's basketball program due to basically uh, 
I mean, the right way to put it is just um, emotional uh, violence, uh, distress, abuse, um, verbal, emotional. Um, I haven't read anything about physical, but a lot of players have came together um, and signed talking about how um, Cameron Whitaker, who is the women's head coach, um, basically made their lives a living hell. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's bad when the, one of the quotes leading, uh, this story is, I now understand why college athletes commit suicide. And there's some pretty disgusting, um, things and it's, it's it's a hard story to read and it's very disgusting that this is happening so close to home at this university that we talk about and that we cheer for um it, there's a great article at cincinnati.com by Kate Murphy go there read that it has all the information cuz i don't want to you know elaborate too much into that because that's something you can read if you want all the details but long story short there's some very serious accusations here that are backed by multiple players, multiple, um, you know, just women coming out to speak about this. That is something that NKU needs to take seriously. And currently it doesn't feel as they are as they stated that they were uh, going to investigate, but still have not reached out to talk to any of the women uh, who we know signed this um, document, you know, explaining all the situations that have happened. Um, but then uh, there, there is a report, too, that their NKU is wanting to hire an outside um, investigation. That way, you know, there's no, uh, what's the word? There, You don't think that any corruption or cover-ups going on because it's third party so it kind of gives them the benefit of the doubt um but this is something nku and whoever they do hire needs to look into uh find out and handle swiftly because you cannot you know these accusations against coach whitaker are very damning and i do not believe that these women would take the time to compose this as a lie. So I firmly believe that this happens. There's, you know, we've seen it happen in men's sports as well. You know, there is a certain level of, you know, things that athletes are willing to take when you get to that level. You know, there's a lot of motivating. Sometimes that's done through critique, through yelling. Um, but there's a line that can be crossed where it becomes abuse and damaging and a detriment to the athletes. And that is not what they're there for. They are there to get an education, to be athletes, to play a sport that they love, and to become better athletes, better people, and educated and where NKU is doing all these women who have played under coach Whitaker a disservice. Um, if this is going on under their watch and if they kind of throw this to, you know, uh, don't handle this uh, properly, uh, there could be some fallout and it would be 
understood because this needs to be handled properly. And I'm surprised that not a lot of uh, coverage outside of this area has happened. I thought ESPN or somebody would have at least picked it up and talked about it because we are a D1 school and this should not be going on at any school um, anywhere in the United States. But, you know, especially with it being D1, this is something that we need to talk about. You know, we see it and we had the huge thing with Maryland um, with the guy sports and all the verbal abuse. We need to pay attention to women's sports as well. And they deserve this coverage. They deserve this backing by the media because that is going to pressure NKU into quickly finding the details and resolving this situation which in my opinion after what I've read would hopefully be the firing of coach Whitaker and you know probably the staff around them so that's just my opinion but anyways let's move on from NKU let's now talk about hmm, there's nothing really going on with the Bengals I mean I, I was thinking about talking about them but um, there, there's nothing truly going on with the Bengals organization right now. So we'll, we'll say no to them. FC Cincinnati, since we last talked, they had a match on Saturday against the Philadelphia union. Um, it would have been great if we were able to win our third match in a row, but we came up short. It was tied nil nil at half, but, uh, the floodgates kind of opened up and we gave up our first two goals in the last three matches and lost two nil. Um, frustrating it wasn't a way match but you know it would have been really exciting it actually I think would have been a new record by a franchise expansion team to win three matches in a row to start their uh not to start their season but within the first month of the season but you know obviously you win some you lose some so we're still I mean doing pretty good for the an expansion team i mean what more can you say we're fifth right now in the eastern conference um with two wins one draw two losses um no we have a a total of seven points we're only three points back from the lead i mean this is a great great start in the mls for fc cincinnati and i hope that we're able to just continue to build on this and be successful as the season goes on Then, lastly, when we're talking about the local squads, Cincinnati Reds. Um, When we last talked, it was after opening day. So exciting. We were able to get a win. Um, It it was just great. (sighs) But then, the Reds were the Reds. So we won 5-3 opening day. Obviously, we spoke about that. Um, The next game got postponed because of that postponed because of that crazy rain i'm sure uh, again if you lived in the northern kentucky area cincinnati area that was uh, like a flooded day it was ridiculous there was no way there was a ball game happening that day um then we followed it up with a loss on sunday five nil and then we lost yesterday four to three to the brewers so we are currently one and two uh, we play the Brewers again tonight. Brewers are 4-1. and one. Um, They are probably the team to beat in the division this year. Um, it, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. But, you know, I 
the only thing that I really, I guess, kind of wanted to talk about the Reds, you know, because obviously we don't expect too much from this team this year. At least I don't. Now, I, now I'd love to be surprised, but I don't see it happening. But, man, I tell you what, on that a Sunday matchup, Gray, our our pitcher, was awful. I mean, absolutely awful. 6.75 ERA. Two innings pitched. He was our starting pitcher and only pitched two innings. Gave up five hits, two earned runs, and four walks. That is not a good way to start out your year. Um, Sonny Gray is going to need to make some big changes, and we're gonna, going to need to rethink about where we put him in the rotation if this is going to become uh, a reoccurring issue. But, you know, I'm trying to be positive about it because it was just his first game of the year he's going to have you know a week or so off between his ne- his next outing um it'll be interesting to see how he rebounds from that because that was an absolute atrocity and it, it was it was bad <laughs> but that's pretty much everything going on with the local squads and again there's not i mean there's really no big stories right now um outside of the tournament but you know they're I mean, what 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 more is there to say? The, like I said, Texas Tech, Michigan State, Virginia, and Auburn are in the final. If I had to pick one of the three, I would actually prefer to see Auburn win it. I think the one that has the most chance is Michigan State, but ultimately we'll just have to wait and see. So it'll uh, it'll be good. Um, obviously now everyone's starting to move on to the NBA draft with, uh, especially the, the big teams with the big NBA prospects are all out. Um, obviously Zion talks about him being number one, Ja, um, Reddish, um, RJ, a bunch of players who are already, uh, going to be signing with agents here soon if they haven't and just haven't announced it yet. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's really nothing going on. But what I can't wait for is to I would love to hear everyone's opinion about these local teams, uh, what you think going on, what your hopes is for the future of their seasons for those that just started, like FC Cincinnati and the Reds, um, what you think about the Bengals off season thus far. Um, and what are your thoughts about the whole NKU um, incident or investigation going on currently? And then what are your thoughts on Big Blue Nation getting bounced in the tournament? I'd love to know your thoughts. That's what this show is for. It is the debate. And yeah, so it'll be interesting. And uh, another thing too, after or before um, our post on Friday, uh, in case you didn't get to see, we celebrate our one year anniversary last month, uh, we were able to get over, you know, we've had over 10,000 plus social media follower followers, over 110,000 listens, um, in a year. And it, it's just crazy and we appreciate it. And we look to continue to grow. And again, if you want to support this podcast, you know, you just listen, but we'd love to, you know, if you'd like share and you can even donate to us on anchor, it's awesome. Uh, there's a plan for 99 cents per month. If you're willing to give a dollar to us every 30 days, it helps us do more. Um, as we look to, um, come out with some big, 
new surprises this year uh, for everybody and really try to start building this up. But that is the end of the local segment, and that is the end of the show today. Again, I'm sorry for it being so short, but there's just not too much sports to talk about yet. But Friday's show will definitely be longer as we get Brian and Michael's takes on UK and all the other things going on in the sports world world so again local segment was brought to you by SeatGeek. go to seatgeek.com or download the SeatGeek app and use code double technical for twenty dollars off your first ticket purchase um yeah well <laughs> sorry for the awkward ending but thank you for listening guys uh i hope you had a great monday i hope you have a great tuesday and we will be back here to talk to you all on friday and um, please, again, like, share, call, text 513-788-1490. Uh, give us your opinion, comment on stuff, and uh, we'd love to be able to talk about it on the next show. So everyone take care, and I'll talk to you Friday.